Welcome to episode 31. This is your host, Derek Chaser, where chasing the Walt Disney World Resort magic is a reality. I hope everyone had a great week, and without further ado, let's start the show. I am being joined today by fellow co-host Mindy Chaser, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about all the happenings at Walt Disney World this spring. So it's going to be an exciting one. Buckle up. Here we go. All right. How you doing, Mindy? Fabulous. Fabulous. I like it. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. And it, it's it, getting closer to spring. <laughs> getting closer to spring, and uh, it is Saturday, March the 6th, here in good old sunny Ohio. Of course, I'm joking about the sun part, uh, but we've gone so far six days into March with no snow, so uh, I guess we'll take it after that dumping that we got of about almost 13 inches of snow uh, just about a week or two ago. Yes. So, but it's gone. It's melted off the ground yep. for right now. So I just knocked on wood just in case. Yeah, but now with spring here, we're thinking about we're thinking about Disney. We're thinking about what's going on at Disney, and we said, hey, you know what? It's been a while since we've done one of these. Let's get back at it and jump right in. So, uh, first story we're going to be talking about uh, this uh, week is celebrating the release of Raya and the Last Dragon by John Price. And this was all these stories can be found on uh, the Disney uh, Parks blog, and um, the first one right here you can actually right now uh, get Raya and the Last Dragon. It's at theaters right now, and also you can actually watch it for the price of what twenty nine dollars and ninety five or ninety nine cents on uh, Disney Plus. And I think we're gonna actually once we're done with the podcast. I think we're going to get that maybe tonight and watch it either tonight or tomorrow. But uh, we're definitely going to go ahead and. Uh, downloaded as well so i'm excited about that but the article yep. starts walt disney animation studios raya and the last dragon releases this friday which would have been yesterday and there are many ways to celebrate the new film at disney parks and at home raya and the last dragon travels to the fantasy world of kumandra i could be screwing that one up so please just go with me where humans and dragons lived together long ago in harmony but when an evil force threatened the land, the dragons sacrificed themselves to save humanity. Wow, what nice dragons. Now, 500 years later, that same evil has returned, and it's up to a lone warrior, Raya, to track down the legendary last dragon to restore the fractured land and its divided people. However, along her journey, she'll learn that it'll take more than a dragon to save the world. It's going to take trust and teamwork as well. And uh, goes on to say that at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, that uh, guests can take a photo with a 40-ton sand sculpture at Discovery Island stage. How cool is that, Mindy? I saw a picture of that, or yeah. I did in one of the videos, I think. Um, sounds really cool, and there are new tasty treats, also inspired by the film. Here's a look at the making of the sand sculpture. They're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, side note, I'm kind of happy that they are allowing people to view the movie on Disney+. Plus. I'll pay the fee happily because I'm not a huge fan of going to the movie theaters. I kind of enjoy move, watching movies at home, to be honest. So I'm pretty pretty cool with this idea. And I'm glad that it's at the theaters, too, so people yes. can choose options, Absolutely. right? That I, way, I do uh, like that. People can uh, kind of decide yes. what their comfort level is right now. I agree. I, but I do agree with you. It's no nice COVID, to be at home. I yeah, even like being at home under, for the movies. Sure. But I definitely agree with what you're saying on that. Give people the option. And we have, like I said, we haven't seen uh, um, the actual movie yet, but I did see right before we came on too, and of course it's early, and granted, I do realize we're in March, and 
but it's getting one of the highest marks of the movies so far that have come out in 2021, and it had a pretty good Rotten Tomato score. So I have we have high hopes, and uh, I think it's going to be uh, thirty dollars. Well spent, yeah, it so. talks about celebrating differences by respecting, accepting, and embracing everyone's uniqueness. Um, and I think that's very important right now with everything going on in the world. Um, just all about respect and teaching children that same lesson. And I'm going to kind of you know pivot here real quick. But the last movie that came out that we saw, the last Disney movie, was... Um, no, it wasn't Mulan. It was oh, Soul. Soul, and, yes. And Soul was, was really good, too. Yeah. And that one just went straight to Disney Plus with no extra um, charge. But I get it. You know, there's a lot of movies they put a lot of money into. And I understand that you pay for the service. Yeah. But sometimes there's, you know, there's a price tag with some of these. But I'm excited to uh, to watch it. And I think it's going to hopefully it turns into a classic. So we, we could use another, looks really good. another really good Disney movie to uh, get excited about. Look- really cute i can see a plushie coming home with us on the next trip for annabelle (laughs) (laughs) what is it i think it's called i think his name's tuck tuck or something yeah that's what i feel like she's probably gonna i I, I think there's gonna be some tuck tucks (laughs) in our future for sure anything else on uh the story raya i just thought it was a good one to put in mindy with the fact that we're gonna be i mean it's brand new and people are gonna be talking about it Hopefully and the sand sculpture is still there. The initial releases are, or initial uh, um, reviews are good. So awesome. we'll, we'll probably follow up briefly in one of our future episodes and let everyone know what we thought of it. Sounds good. Next story. Why don't you kick it off, man? The world is coming together as work continues on Harmonious at Epcot. Epcot has always been a special place where the world comes together to celebrate human achievement. Nothing has embodied the spirit more over the years than the park's lineup of original nighttime spectaculars, which we are all missing. Um, Can you go back up for a second? Yeah. This article is by Zach Ridley, by the way. Um, Although we have not yet determined when our next spectacular will debut, I think they like to surprise people because they don't want to gather huge crowds, but... I have a feeling it's going to be coming soon, maybe. I don't know. Hopefully hopefully in 2021, yeah. if not uh, sometime this summer. Right. It'd be, I don't think it's going to be ready for spring. There's still a lot left to do. Yeah. But it's moving along. So, <clears throat> early in our plans for the transformation of Epcot, we recognize the power and potential this new show has to tell a story of global connection and celebration. This grand original spectacular is a tribute to the power of story and song that unite us, leveraging music and visuals from across Disney and artists around the world. In that photo, looks yeah, really, really cool. And there's some uh, there, there's pictures in here, and they call them barges. They're mm-hmm. circular objects. That's a terrible, terrible probably description. But my understanding is, from what I've read, that parts of these may be able to submerge into the water during the day and they're also going to have um, fountains they're going to function as a fountain so they don't stick out as bad during the day so if you're walking around the world showcase and you see these in the water they're going to actually be fountains so it will you know it's not going to just be a big large circle that you're staring at like what the heck that's an eyesore and i'm staring you know i'm on one side i'm in the united kingdom and i'm looking across and i'm seeing it blocking you know looking across no i think that i i i'm hopeful 
that the Disney Imagineers, and I think that's why they're going to make sure that it's a fountain for part of the day too, because they don't want just something sitting out there all the time and everyone being like, oh man. But if it's a fountain, everyone likes you know, like you know fountains. Yeah. So if it's looks really nice and it's a has a water element, yeah. it'll probably blend in. I think it'll be unique, and I think it'll be enjoyable. And I am really, really looking forward to this show. I miss the shows at. You know Walt Disney World, and I do believe, and and we said this a while ago, several episodes back. I said that I thought Epcot was the best park, in my humble opinion, to bring back a nighttime spectacular yeah. first with social distancing, and only because there's just so much room at Epcot. Well, it's 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 the largest you know park. There's the most room, and that showcase. I mean, what is it? I'm gonna probably screw this up. Isn't it almost like a mile all the way around the showcase? I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty probably. big. I'm to just go around, you know, the circle there. But you have all that space right. around the showcase where the water is, where people can spread out, and you can see the, um, you know, everybody can see the show without a big crowd of people being in one area. And then, Mindy, I guess pick maybe pick up right there towards the end where it says once complete. Harmonious will be one of the largest nighttime spectaculars we've ever pro produced. We're busy setting the stage of this innovative toolkit, preparing each of the show's five floating platforms, which Derek was talking about, um, to take place on World Showcase Lagoon. Positioned like a compass, these platforms house the primary show equipment <clears throat> for Harmonious, and on the recently placed center platform stands an iconic six-story central ring structure supporting a high-density water curtain, moving lights, fountains, and more. So it's in the early stages of development, but I'm sure we'll hear more to come, and it will be really neat once people can finally see it. I'm just really excited to have another show at Epcot. Absolutely. And it, I think it's going to be really, really worth the wait. And I was a huge fan of Illuminations, so I miss the nighttime yeah. show at Epcot. Uh, I miss I miss the, you know... <laughs> The Electric Parade at Magic Kingdom. Oh, I love the nighttime classic. shows. I just think one of the things that Disney does right is they have nighttime. I'm going to use the word spectaculars. There's something about Disney at night when you can watch those shows. It's dark, and I just... Disney at night is awesome. Absolutely. I, I agree wholeheartedly. And the atmosphere at night, you know, watching right. the shows and just walking around, and it's peaceful, and it's not usually super duper hot even in the summer when we like to yeah. go it's just magical for sure and it's doubtful probably but we're planning a trip to go back in june for a week and i'll tell you what this probably won't be done by then but it would be amazing if it was because yeah. if if and when this is going again definitely is going to be something i'd check out more than once if i was right. there for a seven day trip i could see us checking this show out more than once. Well, especially like especially this summer. Especially if it's the only option, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> and this summer they're doing the flower and garden. Right. You know, they're at they're keeping it a little later than normal. So you can enjoy that. You can enjoy the shows. I mean, Epcot at night is really good right now. Absolutely. Anything else before we uh, head into the next one, man? No, I think we I think we got it. Okay. Um our third out of, we have four stories that we're going to go over, or four articles. The third one I wanted to talk about is from uh, Jeremy uh, Schoolfield, and it's the world's most magical celebrations begin. 
October 1st in honor of Walt Disney World Resort's 50th anniversary. So with it being the 50th anniversary in 2021, they're going to be kicking it off. And I, I thought this was a good one to talk about because there's going to be a lot more that comes out of the 50th anniversary. And it's going to be, I'll give the dates here, but I believe it's 18 months because they know that people are going to not. Yes. There's going to be some people leery still of traveling right. in 2021. But beginning October 1st, Walt Disney World Resort will throw the world's most magical celebration in honor of our 50th anniversary, bringing new experiences to our four theme parks and beyond. This milestone is such a big deal that we've even coined a new word, iridescent, ear, E-A-R, iridescence. That's cool. To describe what you'll see when you visit. Our Disney teams are creating all sorts of new decorations that will shimmer and sparkle all day and into the night. As part of the celebration, Cinderella Castle at Magic Kingdom Park will add to its royal makeover from last year. As you can see in this new artist rendering, the castle will feature golden bunting and a 50th anniversary crest as part of its festive new look. So I think it's going to be really awesome. And also it says the castle will add even more magic at night, joined by icons at each of the other three theme parks as they transform into beacons of magic. That sounds fancy. Yeah. And the video... And then there's an attached video on this article. And at Epcot, they're going to have new lights will shine across the reflective panels of Spaceship Earth, connecting to one another and resembling stars in a nighttime sky. And this is going to be, the cool thing about what's going to be at Epcot is it's permanent. It's going to be a permanent new lighting. And I think that's just going to be awesome as part of the world's most magical celebration. And I'll let you kick over to this. I just want to cut in for a second and say, if you hear any background noise, you know, we're, we have three kids and I just was reminding one of them, hey, we're doing our podcast. So if you hear any background noise, I just want to apologize in advance that um, we're doing this podcast with our three kids at home. So I'll let you anyway, kick it up right here, Mindy. You'll want to keep an eye out for Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, who will have sparkling new looks for the celebration. I already love their shoes. Oh, shoes are that's awesome. like purple, gold. turquoise. The shoes are gold. Minnie has a gold. That's why they're selling the gold ears, maybe. Sure. Because I really want those gold of ears. Course. Even though I'm not a huge gold fan. Iridescent. Oh, exactly. <laughs> well, duh. That makes sense. Um, so, anyhow, it's gold for the ears. In anticipation of this exciting time, we recently went out across Walt Disney World to talk with guests and Disney cast members about what a magical celebration would mean to them and why they love being here so much. Then there's a video. So I encourage, you know, if you want to know more about some of the upcoming Disney um, events and, and some of the Disney news, and, you know, we love talking about it on our podcast, but if you want to see the photos, they are on the Disney Parks blog where you can, you know, go through these and they have lots of really nice pictures to and, see. And with this actually starting on October 1st, and it's an 18-month-long event. We'll this sucker is going to be going into 2023. That's great. So they're going to give people ample time to celebrate on the 50th. And Good. actually, it's going to almost butt up right after it. As soon as this ends, the 18-month-long um, event for Disney World's 50th anniversary, I believe it's Epcot is going to be celebrating their 40th potentially 30th or 40th I think it could be the 40th and even more so the Walt Disney World Company in a couple years is going to be celebrating their 100th year Wow! so there's a lot of stuff to and, and Disney goes big 
Disney yes, goes big do. on these uh, milestones in their yes, history. They do. Uh, it's it's going to be cool. Anything else? I mean, there's there's details, but not too to much it. details yet. Um, but yeah. I think there's going to be there's going to be a lot of celebrating going it's, on. Yes. And I do, and I, I do want to say this. I do think as time goes by, you know, I don't know when in the fiftieth celebration, but I do think at at some point there'll be some normalcy and there'll be a lot of shows. Yeah, and, it will eventually come. We just have to be patient. And you know, if anybody is hesitating to go to Disney right now because of the masks or be, you know masks and that kind of stuff, if you feel comfortable enough to go, um, I don't know. We just got used to the masks. And we honestly still had a very wonderful time. We were just so happy to be there. And I think not being able to go for so long right. just reminds people of, you know, the magic of being with your family at Disney World with all the distractions of the world not there. You're just focusing on family, having fun together. They treat you so great. I mean, I don't think I've ever ran into a cast member maybe like a handful of times and think of how many times we've been to Disney um, that's ever been even remotely rude. I mean, they they all seem genuinely happy to be there. They're very genuine right. and I feel like they really <laughs> care about the guests. I, as I agree. As long as you're nice to them, I mean, they well, will treat sure. you nice. We've had so many moments of just little things that they've done for us, for our kids and for our family to make it special. I mean, things that will just about bring me to tears because it was just, it's like they just do it to be kind. And I, I just think that that's why I think I like going to Disney so much, you know? And we'll bring more stories about the 50th as the year progresses. And the, the Disney Parks blog said that there's going to be more to come as we get closer to October. So uh, stay tuned. Yeah. Can't wait. And then the last story that we want to talk, it's a big one. We're not going to go over everything, but we'll probably spend a good 10, 15 minutes here because um, this is going to be going on for quite some time. It's going to be going on when we go. It's going into July. It started on March the 3rd. But our last story, Mindy, if you want to kick it off. Foodie Guide to the 2021 Taste of Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. It started on March 3rd. And it goes to July the 5th awesome. of 2021. So... Um, we've seen some videos already out on oh, YouTube. It looks wait. really, really good. I, I'm excited. We we have seen these topiaries now. This will be about the yeah. third time. We always have gone like the day after Flower and Garden or two days after yeah. it just finished. I know. We barely missed it. But this year they're extending it just a month, which is great because it's right in our wheelhouse of when we're going to be there in June. So we're excited to be yes, a part of this festival. Finally. We did get a, ch a chance to do food and wine for the first time as well. But I'm really excited about this because I just think it is the most beautiful time of the year in Epcot with all yes. of the, everything that they do with the flowers. Right. I mean, everything that they're doing with all of... I, I can't even... It's it's crazy just how, how beautiful the park is and everything that they actually are doing with all of the uh, landscaping the artists that put those you know topiaries and flowers together of disney characters they are yeah. just so beautiful um we're gonna get into more of the food here so get excited and you're probably gonna get hungry <laughs> but the foodie guide lists all the sweet and savory bites as well as refreshing sips there's over 20 festival wow, exclusive 20. outdoor kitchens the newest outdoor kitchens are the Epcot Sunshine Griddle. That one looks good. 
Epcot Farmers Feast, where a rotating seasonal menu will offer the finest local ingredients through the festival. And Ooh. check out Orange Bird, Derek. There, there it is. The Orange, the orange Bird Sipper. Derek really is. likes the Orange Bird. And I'm sure Annabelle will, too, because she loves orange. Um, <laughs> returning is the Garden Grays, a fun food stroll highlighting five delicious offerings, all listed in the festival passport. Upon your Garden Grays purchase, you will receive a stamp for your festival passport. Once you have collected all five stamps, you bring your passport to Pineapple Promenade, you will get a complimentary prize exclusive to the festival. So that will be very exciting, and I'm sure we will do that. Let's see. They got some... There's a whole bunch of things on the food blog, and there's photos of them. This one looks like grilled baby vegetables with hummus, cream, and red pepper. Yeah, Coolest, Future World Flavorful Kitchen hosted by Advent mm -hmm. Health, Future uh, World West. And each one of them, typically, most of them have, they have the food and the drinks. Right. And This one looks kind of cool. But that sunshine griddle that yeah. you were telling about, oh. it's brunch items. Yes. I'm not going to probably try the avocado toast, but that seems to be all the rage. So well, if shrimp you and grits, like though. avocado toast, um, it's got marinated oh, toy box in. tomatoes. Look at that one. Yeah. Um, fresh goat cheese on toasted ciabatta. So shrimp and grits, he was just mentioning, look really good. Those do look good. So, and then I was trying to figure out what that one was. Corned beef brisket hash with house-made potato barrels, and a.k.a. Then, tater tots. And this one right here oh, is... fried cinnamon roll bites. cinnamon roll bites. Those mm, look delicious. Probably going to have to try that. Did you see that? candied bacon Candied bacon. Yep. <laughs> look at the Fruit Loop Shake, non-alcoholic. That's new. Joffrey's Cold brew and that one's a cocktail Kahlua. look that is and vanilla so box. cute and they have a um well goodness i should know what the name of this little guy I don't is know. He's a uh, bee. the bee that honey he's bee? pretty the honeybee maybe I no don't know. he ha he has a he has a name but he was in one of the old cartoons um but they've got the 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 bee sipper and it is uh it's really kind of cool it's kind of unique looking and it's at the Honey Bistro. See, they're getting all funny with that. Oh, stuff. yeah. It's so cute. Here's your orange bird. There's the orange bird the at the Citrus Blossom. Oh, yeah. We'll be visiting there. Is where they're going to have uh, the orange bird uh, sipper. And they, it looks like they've got a bunch of different citrus-based, yep, bunch of citrus-based uh, food items. The only thing that really appeals to me about that would probably be the, the sipper and then the citrus shortcake Ooh, looks orange, like something that you probably really like. Lemon curd, I love lemon. Mandarins, whipped cream. Yeah. So. And then for beverages. Um, those look good. All orange, the beverages look lemon good. Lemon smoothie and I'm a souvenir orange bird sipper sure. cup. And then they've got all sorts of different. Oh, they got a beer flight there. A bunch of uh, different beers from in Florida, from breweries and sure. microbreweries in there in Florida. And I did see this in um, one of the um, vlogs on YouTube, hon at the refreshment port if you remember they got these popsicle trios oh yeah and it was they like it's a honeydew raspberry mint and coconut they they lime fast. they melded but they do look kind of good and they've got like uh looks like they're powdered in like some kind of chocolate or something oh yeah like like almost like graham cracker graham cracker there you, know you go what I mean? that the star cut ciders that looks good a hard cider in, on all these? There's a Dole Whip, yeah. which I know isn't anything fancy. Well, that's a pineapple promenade. How can you, they got, yeah, how can you got go the Dole, wrong just with the, the Dole original Whip? Dole Whip. Oh, my gosh. And Spicy hot dog? 
with pineapple chutney? Yeah, hmm. and and plantain chips. I feel like Oliver might like that. And then this one has a pineapple beer flight with a bunch oh. of different pineapple beers. Oh yeah, we saw a vlogger taste that, and I was like, can I jump in the camera here and jump in the TV and, and try that too? Blueberry, that looks really good. At the uh, trowel and trellis hosted by uh, Impossible Foods Showcase Plaza, they got grilled street corn on the cob. That's kind of cool. And then this must be around kind of closer to England in the United Kingdom because they got, they got the twinings of London, uh, different kinds of drinks that are mixed in there too. Neat. But it's just... There's all kinds of stuff. We, I don't want to bore everybody listening with just <laughs> all the... But I would pop out because everything that we actually saw, and we watched about three different vloggers that were walking around, and they all tried different things because there's so much. But would you say there was 20, right? 20 different Mindy booths? His name is Spike the Bee or Buzz Buzz, by the way. I'm sorry. Spike the Bee or Buzz Buzz. My, there you go. My Disney <laughs> trivia couldn't handle it. I had to figure out what Spike. the bee's name was. Spike. But yeah, they I said like there it. were over 20 booths. Plus there's that big indoor room if you ever go to Epcot. During a festival, which yeah, let me November let's go. Let's talk time. about that because Find that. that is that's in Canada. Uh, oh, funnel cake! American Adventure has really good funnel cakes. If you ever go to Epcot, yeah, the World World Showplace uh, uh, Festival favorites. This is what okay. Men, Mindy was talking about, but it's in Canada. And we could not find that place. We couldn't find <laughs> it during food and wine because we hardly ever go into Canada. We always go in through Mexico. But during the festivals, we're just going. We're going to yeah. start and go through Canada, oh, so we could go to the World definitely. Show place first. But uh, these are kind of like favorites of the festival. Literally, that's why they call them festival favorites. They've got a watermelon salad with pickled onions, feta, and balsamic reduction. They got a beef brisket, burnt yeah. ends, and smoked pork belly yeah. slider that with garlic uh, sausage and chorizo. Cheddar fondue and house-made pickle. We did see a vlogger eat that, and they were ranting and raving over yeah. how good it was. Fried they got some tomatoes. fried green tomatoes, oh, and then they got a key lime tart with toasted uh, meringue. That we saw that, too, and that also got really good reviews. And then they have uh, oh, they had a, a maple bacon stout beer by Three Daughters Brewing. I don't think I can And a frozen <laughs> lemonade with firefly blackberry good. moonshine. I wanted that. So that's... Uh, that right there. What is that? That is... Um, this one that you're looking at right here, men, is going to be at the Epcot Farmer's Feast. And cheesecake that is a cheesecake on oatmeal. On oatmeal. Mm. Yeah. It's like a cookie with um, a cheesecake. And then it looks like there's... Oh, passion fruit mango on top. It looks really good. That's... I there's mean... There's all kinds of stuff. I mean, you, you can't go wrong at yeah. Epcot with food. I feel like... The best advice I could give somebody is don't, I wouldn't probably plan a big sit-down meal at Epcot um, for dinner or even lunch because there's so many things you can go around and try. I mean, maybe you do a like a late breakfast. We sometimes will do that at um, Garden Grill because that kind of like tides you over for like early lunch but then you have the rest of your day to snack around at epcot because going around the countries there's so many snacks and treats and and to give you an idea i just pulled this up too i mean i think that i granted i understand it's disney you know prices aren't the cheapest but right. the cool thing is on these little bites and the drinks they're not sometimes they're smaller pours i think they could be like you know four to six ounce pours or something or you can get a bigger pour but to give you an idea like the watermelon salad we were talking about at the festival favorites four dollars and 25 cents 
the the um, beef brisket was seven dollars and fifty cents. Fried green tomatoes six and a quarter. The key lime tart was four dollars and seventy five cents. Uh, that uh, maple bacon stout for a smaller pour four dollars and fifty cents. Okay. So if you I just mean, so if you want to just try right. these, um, you're it, granted. I understand that there's there's costs, but you can literally probably go around sip a bunch of different drinks and have small bites. And the cool thing is, is it's not going to necessarily break your bank, and at the same time, you'll be able to try and try a lot of things to eat and try a lot of different kind of things to drink because it's not like okay, I bought this beer I didn't like, right. and now I got twelve ounces of it. You another, know what I mean? Yeah. Another um, tip that I think would be helpful for people at Epcot, and I wish we would have done this. This just kind of came to me. You should probably either put it in the notes of your phone or write down on like a piece of paper or keep a journal or something. Write down the food items and where they're at that you're interested in tasting because it is very overwhelming when you walk in and there's yes. so many choices and you're walking around and then of course there's lines at each place and they seem longer. They can be deceiving, right? Social distancing. And it's deceiving. And we did not do as good enough of a job. Our, trying these yeah. things. And our kids wanted to ride, ride, yeah. ride, and then they would see a line and they're like, Dad, you know, want to do that. We don't want you to wait in that line. It could have been a 10 minute line, but it looks like it's an hour line. And I kind of just of said, distancing. Well, I'm getting cake pops, so you guys right. are going to have to deal with it. And then I went into that place that the, the World Festival Show favorites, place. Yeah. and it didn't take long at all to go get that. And there were like a bunch of different live things music in there. in there too. Oh yeah, there's it a lot going really on. Activities cool. too. There's activities going on in there. So, they have they have the live entertainment in there. They always got someone singing or like playing yeah. a piano. It's just got a very cool vibe, and they got like lights going on. It just yeah. it, it 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 reminds me of if you were going to like an expo hall, right, or something yeah. along those lines, and you're in an expo, and it's just got a really cool vibe to it. Yes. And it's all part, and once you're in Epcot, all this stuff besides, you know, paying for the food and the drink, you, you don't pay extra for anything besides the food and the drink. It's just all going on around you. Yeah. It's not like, okay, you have to pay something more at the World Show right. Place to actually get into the festival after you've already paid for your park admission. Right. So it's just going on. The festival is a part, it's an extension of Epcot when it's going on. Right. So... Definitely, you might want to write things down that you're curious to try, or you might get overwhelmed and not know, you know. Anything. Just scrolling through this, yeah. all the 20 different There's places. There's so many things, it's and like, it all looks what so good. in the world? So, I probably would just make sure, pick my top five things that I want to try, and then we'll just hopefully get to try and them. And I think maybe get the kids yeah. involved. Look at these, I um, look at these choices, and what are. What are at least, you know, one or two things that you want to try? So that way they're involved as well. And I think that with us, if we do get to, you know, if everything works out the way we're planning it, and we are there for a full week, I bet you we'll probably go to the festival two or three times in seven days. But I also realized that the last trip we went, we only got to go to Epcot once because we were only there three days. So in that scenario, if you only have a one day at Epcot during your trip, like Mindy said, you're just going to have to maximize everything yeah. you're doing. Pick, pick a couple things if you've got one day at Epcot. We tried that. I'm sorry. My squirrel brain just got me. <laughs> My squirrel brain just, I'm so sorry. Yes, we did. Canada Spring Flurry Frozen Lemon and Cinnamon Whiskey. They said it's new, but yeah. I think we had that. It's a Joffrey's drink. It was amazing. Jeff, uh, Joffrey's was trying it out this summer. 
I'm sorry, not this summer. When we were there in November, they were trying out this new drink, and it was actually in the American Adventure. It was really good. At the time, um, but now for the festival, it's going to be in Canada. And Joffrey's literally what this one is is uh, frozen lemon and cinnamon whiskey. And they have those big donuts there, so that really helps. Yeah, the donuts. Owen loved those donuts. He just the said Joffrey's like the donuts, donuts are really good. And my mind's, I don't have it in like show notes because this is just kind of off the cuff. But they get those from a really kind of famous bakery in the Orlando oh, area. Okay. Those donuts. And Owen ate that. He loved it. It was like. Him and Annabelle, did they each get their own or maybe two, they shared it? Two or but three in the afternoon. And they were, it. and he said they were still fresh. Yeah. And obviously they'd been sitting around for hours. Yeah, unless they get more throughout the day. I don't well, know, but. Possible. Joffrey's is a coffee company in Florida, and they they actually have, if you are somebody who loves coffee, they actually have a website. You can order coffee. Right. We we order coffee from there several times a year because we love their coffee, and we they have, get a Disney kind. And They have parks. They have a Walt Disney World Resort Parks branded coffees. Right. And certain places that you go throughout Walt Disney World, these coffees that mm-hmm. are there... For instance, one of our restaurants that we really like is The Wave. They've got a coffee blend. Uh, the Riviera Resort has their own special coffee blend. Polynesian. Polynesian has the Kona Kona Cafe blend, yeah. and we like that one. So literally, we have tried probably six or seven that we've purchased through um, Joffrey's. Yeah, very good. Uh, online, and it just makes us... We love You Joffrey's. brew it in the morning, and it's like for you close your eyes, and you drink out of your favorite... A Disney coffee mug, and you're like, okay, I, I've got, I've got my, uh, I've got my five minutes of bliss that yeah. reminds me of the park. So Start it's, uh, right. it's good, it's good. So Joffrey's, in my humble opinion, I'll Amazing. go on the record too. They got Starbucks, Starbucks all over. In my humble opinion, Joffrey's is better than Starbucks. I'm sure for that sure. could be a debate for the listeners. Some people will be like, oh, I like Starbucks over Joffrey's, but if there was a Joffrey's here in Ohio, I would drive by that uh starbucks in a heartbeat oh yeah and just go to joffrey's for sure we we're we're tickled and the cool thing is is joffrey's doesn't have near the lines as what the starbucks do at the parks because people know what starbucks is they're like what the heck's joffrey's take take it from uh take it from some uh crazed disney fans here joffrey's is where it's at and we kind of have become coffee snobs and we love joffrey's so yeah definitely good good stuff all right. Speaking of agreeing and disagreeing. Something a little bit new. And Mindy said that she wanted to surprise me for some authenticity here. So Mindy came up with this brand new segment that we're going to be debuting. And it is called Agree or Disagree. Pretty straightforward. You either agree or disagree. And then there'll be a little bit of a banter going back and yes. forth on it. And uh, Mindy actually did a little bit of a poll on this. I did. It was... So, it, this, I did this poll on December 21st. Okay, That's so... That's how long since we've done a podcast. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad we're finally doing one again. I asked, what are the most overrated rides at Disney World? Okay. And we're going to talk about these rides and see if we agree or disagree. So, are you ready? Peter Pan. Someone said that Peter Pan is overrated. She said she doesn't understand the line at that ride, which I I get it. There to- is a huge totally line. get that, um, and I think this is subjective just because of the memories that I have on that ride from yeah. growing up. I'm gonna have to say 
uh, disagree. Right. However, right. I get if you mm-hmm. waited in line for like an hour and a half, two hours. It's a short ride. And you're on there for like two, three minutes. And it's one of those old school, dark Disney rides. Um, to me, it's nostalgic. If you yeah. remove the nostalgia, and I had never been to the parks my whole life, I'm just there for the first time, and I literally went through that ride, I could see, I yeah. could see that. But for me, and I'm a little biased just because I've got memories of uh, um, going on that ride with my dad, who's no longer with us, so um, I'm going to have to disagree. I'm with you on that one. Disagree. Um, I would not wait in like a 75-minute line to ride that ride. I would try to catch it in the morning when it's, you know, when the the line isn't usually too short if you head right there because everybody seems to flock to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And this ride is at Magic Kingdom, by the way. Um, It seems like first thing in the morning, everybody goes head straight to... This the, is one the mine of them. train, the mine or train. Space Mountain, or maybe yeah. they. And this loads up too. Head over to Big but Thunder Mountain. It, but... So you know, back when our kids weren't really into the roller coasters, we would go straight to that ride. And I still think it, you could be successful because I'm not going to go to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train first thing in the morning. And I think a caveat on this particular ride too is the fact that it's the ride vehicle. That slows everything down. Yes. Because you can only fit two people typically into one of these. And you walk on a escalator type deal mm-hmm. that's moving. So you only get two people in yeah. at a time. So the ride vehicle right. limits how many people can go through the attraction. I well. agree. With and it stops way. all the time in the middle of the attraction. Because yeah. if someone... Because it's a moving escalator. Gosh forbid somebody actually you know has trouble getting out or... Right. You know, or someone is disabled or yeah, something and needs assistance, down, it's going to slow it down, right? And, and that's not their fault. They right. have every right to ride just as much as anyone Absolutely. else. Absolutely. So, but I could see how the it could bottleneck yeah. and that causes issues. Cool. Okay. Your very own self. Do you remember what you said? You're the next comment. I don't. Navi River Journey. No. Disagree. Wait. We're, you just oh. said disagree. Wait. So you disagree oh, no. that it's overrated? No. I'm sorry. Oh, right. You disagree with yourself. Uh, <laughs> no. I agree it is one of <laughs> the worst attractions at Walt oh. Disney World. So overrated, it's ridiculous because it's a newer newer ride. hasn't been out that long. And it is... The music's horrible. Everything about this ride is just horrible. It's like a... It's like a techno dance that went wrong. It's terrible. It's horrible. I... Yeah. You said it has a shaman that's hands move so fast it'll hypnotize you with its awesomeness. <laughs> it's terrible. It, it, it strongly agree that it is so overrated that, yeah, it, it, it puts the O in overrated. The next one is... Well, what about you? Do you, I don't think do you, I, do you I like the Navi River Journey? No. Oliver, okay. what do you think? Do you remember the Navi River Journey? Do you even know what that is? No. It's, it's a boat ride in Animal Kingdom. Pandora. In Pandora Land. I thought that was cool. Well, okay, uh, so there you go. So don't uh, don't listen to us. If you want to... I will say if you kids are too small to ride um, the other ride in Pandora, then little, little Flights ones... Flight of Passage, which is amazing. Flight of Passage is, like, not overrated. Um, but if you have little ones that are too small for Flight of Passage, or if you have motion sickness, then I guess this is... 
This is good for little ones to look at, but I don't care for it. I don't want to write it or wait in line for well, it. Well, I so love you, Mindy, but you're on. wrong. It's terrible. Anyway. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Um, there was another one about Peter Pan. Someone did say the mind train. Our very own son, Owen Cedor, said the mind train, even though I know he likes it, but he said... Once again, one of those rides that has a huge line. Uh, It's a good ride. I could see it, but once again, I'm going to disagree because the the actual, the the part of that ride where you're actually going through where you get introduced to the seven dwarves. That is really cool. It has such cool animatronics and effects, and it just has a nice vibe. And that's when you can start rocking. You know, your ride vehicle, mm-hmm. you know, and it, or your train, you know, and it's just like, I I love that ride, so. That's a cool ride. I don't want to want to wait in a huge, huge line, but if you can snag well, it like won't a 45-minute It won't ruin my trip if I don't bad. get to ride it, but it is cool. I mean, it, it's We always it's cool. find time to ride it, It's though. cool. So, Small World is the next one. Small World. It's a small world. That Magic it's overrated? Kingdom. Yeah. I agree. It, it kind um, of is. I mean, the song sticks in your head. Granted, it's from the. It's like. Um, you know, it's it's one of the original attractions. You know, I get that. I see why people have to ride it. It's like a must do. Yeah. But if I go on a trip to Disney at this point and we don't do it, I none of us are ever upset because we've already done it. I've got so. some great memories with family growing up. It's a nostalgic thing. It's good for thing. little ones. It's just so much to look at. I, uh, you know, it's. It's There's a lot going ones. on. It's 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 a classic. I I strongly agree that it is overrated, though. I'm sorry. For me, it's overrated. It's overrated unless you're a little one or someone who absolutely hates roller coasters but enjoys the boat rides. Frozen in Epcot, I disagree with this one. I love Frozen Ride in Epcot. I think that it's there's so much to look at. So much put into that ride. Um, kids like it, and it's just beautiful. I know if you were a huge fan of Maelstrom, then you're probably yeah. like, I hate Frozen Ever After, but that ride is really awesome. It's a double-edged sword for me because the ki- our kids love this ride and watching them I smile it on it. But I could, I could, for me, I can almost say I would agree because I love Maelstrom. And I think that they should never pull Maelstrom for it. But I get right. Parks Advance. I, I get that there's so many, you know, young ladies going to the park that love Anna and Elsa. I get it. I mean, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Frozen was huge. I mean, it's had two movies, very successful movies. Right. So, you know, little princesses aren't going to want to go to Epcot, walk around the show place, and be scared by the trolls that were in Maelstrom. I get it. I, I understand it. I mean, it's like, you know, it's a no-brainer, all the merchandise from a from a business standpoint that you can, and how popular these characters are. So, I, I, I get it from that standpoint, but I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I could see where someone would say that it's overrated. I really but if could. you have never been to Disney, your kids like princesses, or even some of the little boys, if they know anything about Frozen... It's a good ride. I think it's a, should, it's, it, I think you should. It's ride a good it. ride. I mean, but once again, I'm not going to wait two to three hours to ride it. No, I will not do that. You can if it's sixty minutes or less, I'd give it a whirl. But yeah, and it, and it's really probably one of the 
one of the rides that has the longest, if not the longest wait time right now. Pretty, yeah. I think Ratatouille's going to just, busy. it'll oh, be nice because yeah. it'll be another A attraction that is going to help that, that I, I think that kids are going to want to go because Ratatouille is going to have that cool vibe. So that'll be real popular with the kids too. But really for all intended purposes, there's some cool rides that I like that's at Epcot. But, you know, this is like the real like big child ride that right. they've got. The yeah. big kid ride. Yeah. The ride that people are going to go in being like, I want to see Anna and Elsa do the Anna and Elsa meet and greet. Mm. And then Anna. <laughs> Anna. I'm sorry. Anna. I had to. Anna. <laughs> Anna. Potato, potato. Oh, my it's goodness. Uh, <laughs> you could tell how much I love the Frozen movies because they're just, you know, I would. You, you, yeah. All right. I'm just teasing. It's not one of the Fab Five, so. I get it. It is what it is. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. None. This person said none. They like them all. She said, "I, the five-year-old me loves all the rides, including characters. Okay. <laughs> I, th it's magical place. Yeah, Obviously, we love it. She's happy to be there. She's happy to be there. I get that. Everything, anything, and her inner child comes out, which I agree to. One time, I said one time I got so upset because none of the kids that were big enough to ride Splash Mountain, they like refused right before it was time to go on it. And I like literally about had a fit. I think I walked away in a little temper tantrum it was not good i could arguably so. agree with that except nobby river journey does not count i am <laughs> yeah. telling you that ride is just not going to cut it for me <clears throat> you, you will not convince me otherwise. i know i don't need to ride it the tiki room which i've never been in there i've been in there once and it was years ago and it's once again it's one of those old school attractions bunch of singing birds in a tiki room yeah um, i don't know oh birds do they just sit still they, no, they move and they sing because it's animated um, with animatronics. Did it freak you out? No, it didn't. Yeah, I know. Inside joke. I don't want. <laughs> I uh, birds freak you out a little bit. Birds and I kind of have a uh, um, understanding that uh, we try to keep away from one another. Unless it's the orange bird. Unless it's the orange bird, but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, there's exceptions to everything in life, and yeah. the orange bird's my exception. But no. I, uh, I'm not going to be sitting anytime soon and going into uh, an Animal Kingdom, the bird sanctuary, and mm -hmm. walking around and getting all pumped up about that. Uh, no, uh, that that's not my cup of tea. I just have two more. The rock and roller coaster, as somebody said, few people will agree with me, but rock and roller coaster. And I said, I don't love that one. But I could see it, that I mean, if, it, if that cool. was that said by someone that is they from like, Ohio. Yeah. But I could see that, and I'm going to say why, it's because Cedar it's a, Point, it's a, um, I mean, he right? He said it's a baby indoor corkscrew. Okay, and, and so. Cedar Point, I mean, you know, it's, it's quote-unquote, the thrill ride, one of the thrill rides at it Disney World. It does go World. really fast at first. Uh, but I had fun with it, but once again, yeah. this is not something that I would be sitting around hours to, to get, get on. on. I wouldn't be bummed if we Now, if, I, if it had, like, you it's know, okay. a lot of rides, and this is... This is just, you know, unless it's a ride that I'm just, like, I would wait forever for the pirate ride because that's my favorite ride. But there are very few rides that I'm just going to be like, oh, I'm going to wait. Yeah. And if it's more than, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, I'd I, do I'm, something else. I would just rather walk around the park and yeah. just do something else. I mean, it's so I could, but I could see, especially if you don't, A, don't like coasters or it's too thrilly for you. But uh, um, I could, you know, I, I think that is definitely... You know, something that could definitely be, you know, under that realm. Yeah.
the last thing that's oh by the way that rock and roller coaster is at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, it's on. There's Sun- so many better Sunset things Boulevard. to do at Hollywood Studios. Now it, there is too with Toy, Toy Story Coaster. Land, Star Wars. I mean, there's I mean everything. Lot. I mean, it's so, ridiculous. I mean, if you or your thing is coasters and and fast, and you like um, Aerosmith, then I would say probably ride it. But um, it's not. I would rather head over to the Tower of Terror. Yeah. Right next to it. Oh, absolutely. Tower of Terror is awesome. Oh, and the Baseline Tap House. So. Yeah. Anyway. Sign me up. Teacups at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> well. I don't love If you don't like, if you if you have motion sickness and. Uh, I can't take um, spinning. Do you remember? I begged. I begged the kids on this last trip. I'm like, don't spin it. I'm like, I well, got to close my eyes. She spun that thing so fast, and she's <laughs> laughing, and she's just like, I'm like, Annabelle, please slow down. I, think I was with Owen. Please slow down. She got herself. that so, little seven-year-old spinning that thing like it's going out of style, and it got me. I, yeah. I literally had to, like, I can't do this hold thing. on to the cup when I stood up just to get out. I think we should just let them ride, and we'll watch them the next yeah, time. Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> we'll watch them yeah, have fun. Well, why don't we film them? Yeah. That'd be cool. It's like, because exactly. I can't film them when I'm, like, spinning that fast. Because I think Annabelle can ride with Owen now that he's yeah. older, so. I just got that. I got the Alice in Wonderland theme song. Yeah. Oh, because they play it. I like. Here's the thing. And then they got the mouse in the teacup. I like how it looks. I like that. I guess if I sat on that ride and didn't spin at all, I would enjoy myself. Absolutely. If I sat in the teacup and just rode and didn't spin at all, I would like it. Or during, like, I think if it's the Halloween um, parade or, like, the Halloween party or whatever, or maybe it's at Christmas where they have decorations at the top. At yeah. Night, they have, like, and they have like fan, they have, like, Christmas music playing or something so that like that. that or, would be yeah, cool. But I, I don't want to, I don't want to spin. No, thanks. <laughs> nope. Don't, don't, don't spin your owl. Take your Dramamine or something before you ride that one because, no. Reminds me of that 80s song, You Spin Me Right Round, yeah. Baby Right. No, no. No, I I, I agree. Yeah, I can But see uh, that was fun. I that was fun. It. I hope Little. you guys all did. Too. So we're going to need help with the next seg- segment for Agree yeah. or Disagree. Mindy will have to post something out there on the uh, on the internets to get, uh, sure. to get some feedback. Uh, and I probably did see some of those originally, and I'm sure I replied well, to a couple of those. Well, it was back in December, so but, it's but been a I, while. But I mean, I get, I get, I could see on, arguably on some of those, and I just, but, but I, I, I love the one comment, none. Yeah, that, that was that my is, favorite that's comment. That's pretty of cool all. too. That's uh, because you know, um, you're at Disney, you don't care. It's all good when you're there. So, um, anything else? I just, just that. Uh, really enjoyed uh, doing the podcast again, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do them when we can. And, you know, we can't really ever put a set time on these things, but uh, we, we surely enjoy doing them when we get a chance. And uh, um, look, look, look forward to some uh, other <laughs> feedback. Anything else before we close out for you? Yeah, I think we got it. I think we're good. Okay. If you have any questions about anything discussed in today's show, please email Mindy and I at wdwchasers at gmail.com. We are on Facebook. Uh, just search the WDW Chasers and look for our logo. It is a closed group still currently, um, but please feel free to join our group. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And remember, whatever your dream is, don't be afraid to chase it. Until next time, Derek and Mindy Chaser, Chasing Away.